Hey, what's up, guys? It's your boy Bradley Thompson here, and this is episode 10 of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. We are back. We are back, and it's almost Christmas. We are in the holiday season. It's a holiday season. Yeah, we are here. We are here. It's it's here. We're almost at Christmas. A couple weeks away. I'm pretty stoked. I'm pretty excited. Um, if you don't celebrate Christmas, then, I mean, it's just December 25th, but, you know. If you do celebrate Christmas, you're in the same boat as me. You're kind of excited and stuff like that. But whatever you celebrate, you know, look forward to that. <laughs> I don't know how to put it any other way. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Christmas. So that's that's all I'm trying to say. Uh, Christmas is always a great time of year for me. I don't know. I enjoy it. Um, it's just everybody gets together. I get to see all my cousins. I get to see you know all my aunts and uncles. Just everybody comes together. I get to see, you know, all my friends. Everybody comes together. Uh, you, you know, you get to see everybody. Not everybody's together, you know, at every get-together, family function and stuff like that. Not everybody's together at the old fam jams, you know, every other month. But, yeah, it gets, you know, you miss people. You miss you miss people. Uh, you don't miss other people. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You miss everybody equally. Equally. Um but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, I got some like Christmas parties coming up. We got the fam jams. We got some, you know, family dinners. We got, you know, Christmas parties. I got Christmas parties with my friends and stuff like that. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be great. The holiday season is always a great time. Everybody's usually in a good mood. Everybody can just chill out. You know, get a few days off from work if you're lucky, um, and just relax. Just shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, I And I'm not even like, you know, I'm not even, I don't even look forward to getting gifts. I don't know. I'm, I don't, I don't look forward to getting gifts because like, you know, once you get to, I guess, a certain age, you can sort of buy yourself whatever you want. Really, like once you're working, you can buy yourself whatever you want. So there's nothing that you're depending on your parents to getting you. You know what I mean? As a kid, you're just like, oh, I really want my parents to give me that. When they ask you, you're just like, oh, son, what do you want for Christmas? And you're just like, oh. I would love, you know, Legos, and then, you know, you would really look forward to that because Legos are friggin' expensive. Have you guys seen the price tag of Legos? I wanted to buy myself Legos on Black Friday. That's who I am. It's for creativity, guys. The South Park creators in the documentary, I think it's Six Days to Air, one of the guys plays with the Legos. It's for creativity. It's for, you know, de-stressing, so don't hate on the Legos. I used to play Legos all the time as a kid. I, I loved Legos. I have this huge box. You know like those big um you know those big Tupperware like uh the packing boxes? I don't even know how to explain it. The really big ones. Like you don't put food in them. You put like items in them. You put like clothes in them when you're moving. I got one of those big boxes filled to the brim with Legos. One of those big plastic boxes. And, um, yeah, that was my life as a kid. I was always playing with Legos. I was always building stuff. And my mom actually just reminded me the other day that I actually won this contest when I was younger. Uh, and it was a Lego building contest. I remember what it was. It was, you know, you have to build, I think it was build something sports related. Uh, the new, the new soccer Lego was coming out, like the FIFA Lego. And it was one that you could actually play with. You don't just, like, you build it, and then you can actually play, you know, soccer on it. It was really cool. Uh, and, yeah, you had to build, like, you know, like an ice rink with uh, hockey players or something or, like, a football stadium, I'm guessing. I don't remember exactly what it was. But I remember I did an ice rink with hockey players, if I'm not mistaken. And I ended up winning the contest, and, you know, I got free Legos, this free soccer Lego set. It was amazing. It was amazing. I've had I've won some pretty sick contests over the years, man. I remember another time I won an N64. I was never like my parents never really got me into video games. I was always into sports, which I really you know applaud them for getting me into sports because you know like it made me understand the benefits of a healthy lifestyle. You know, it sort of made me understand you know the importance of athletics and just like staying in shape and like just like competing and all that sort of stuff. It was amazing. And having a hectic schedule, especially throughout school and stuff. I remember I was always busy with, 
you know, hockey and soccer and, um, and school. And it was just one of those things. But, uh, and I had to keep my grades up. That was one of the things. If I wanted to play sports or do extracurriculars and stuff like that, I could do whatever I wanted as much as I wanted. I just had to keep my grades up. And I don't know how the hell I kept my grades up. <laughs> but, um, uh, I guess my teachers really liked me because <laughs> uh, I kept my grades up and I was able to play sports and be super involved throughout, you know, elementary school, high school, and even university I was involved as well. So it's pretty dope. But um, yeah, I remember I won an N64 uh, from Toys R Us. It was just a random ballot that they were doing at Toys R Us one day. Uh, one of our family friends told us about it and I put my name in it. This was years ago. Like I was probably like, you know, 10 years old. It was crazy. Um, and I won. It was like Pokemon Stadium version. I got that, you know, I got controllers and all that sort of stuff. Got the N64. It was awesome, man. I was lucky, man. I was I was lucky. I, I was, I mean, the Lego one was 100% skill-based. I, I want to make sure you understand that because for me to craft that hockey rink, you had to have that skill. Okay? You had to have that skill. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I went to N64. And my family was never into like video games. We had like a PS1, but I never had an N64. Even like, I remember when I first did my, got my first job. I think it was, yeah, it was my first job. Yeah, it was my first job. I'm just thinking. Um, yeah, when I got my first job, I remember I really wanted Heelys. This was like literally elementary school. I really wanted Heelys. And, you know, that's when Heelys were big back in the day. If you don't know what Heelys are, you did not live a life. Okay? Heelys were the shoes back in the day where they had the the wheel on the heel of the shoe okay so you would sort of kick back on the heel of your shoe and you just roll everywhere they were like roller skates they were the sickest things of all time so you can you know walk around awkwardly like regular shoes and it looked like you had heels on because you know the wheels were sticking out obviously <laughs> they weren't as sleek as you know they probably are today if they still are around um but uh yeah i would i, I bought those with my first paper route and that was when i was like eight years old <laughs> yo i was grinding guys i'm telling you i've been grinding people think i'm crazy i've been working for years i've been working since i was eight years old paper route how did they allow that you know my parents obviously like got me the job with the you know penny saver that's what the paper was called back in the day they're out of business now um but penny saver we had me and my sister combined had over 300 houses i remember that because it was mayhem and my parents were really good they would always like help us you know make sure you know we don't get kidnapped or anything they would always come out with us obviously because we're super young but we understood what the value of a dollar was so i grinded to get my pair of heelys and you know what happened the minute i got that pair of heelys i didn't friggin wear them once i literally cleaned them off i would wear them around the house that's it i and i couldn't even wear them at school anymore because i remember that um they stopped allowing them at school because I don't even know. It's a freaking stupid reason. I don't even know. I, I'm I'm still pissed off about that. Because that's all I wanted to do is wear them around the halls. Get that smooth tile. Oh, be gliding around the halls. Gliding around the halls looking like I'm levitating like Chris Angel. Like that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to levitate like Chris Angel. <laughs> oh man. Those were the days. But yeah, I never wore them. I wore them like a couple times and then I ended up growing out of them and that was just such a waste of Heelys. It was such a waste, but it was sad. Like it was just like one of those things like you work so hard to get them and you finally get them and you're just like, oh, I don't want to wreck them. And to this day, I am still like that. I don't want to wreck the stuff that I buy because I know how long it takes 
to, you know, accumulate money to get something and how hard you have to work. And I think that that's one of the reasons all these kids nowadays don't know the value of a dollar. They're not working. They're on their iPads playing Candy Crush and Angry Birds. I don't understand it. But seriously, though, I don't know. I, I've always been working. And even after that, I remember I bought my own PS2. I bought my own PS3. You know, I recently bought a PlayStation 4. Obviously, I'm older now. But when I was younger, like, Paper Root bought myself a PS2. Dab on them haters. You know, I think I was probably still doing paper route or I was in like working at like a grocery store or I was working retail when I bought a PlayStation 3 I don't remember when that came out I think that was like PlayStation 3 was probably yeah no PS2 was definitely um paper route days then PlayStation 3 was high school days because I remember COD was so popular it got so popular because that's why I wanted PlayStation um because of Call of Duty, zombies. I fell in love with it. One of my buddies had it, and then I was just like, oh my gosh, I need this. This is all I need in my life right now. I'm going to drop out of school. I want to play COD. And um, since then, I've been addicted to uh, Call of Duty Nazi zombies, to be honest. Like, COD has been my game since then. But uh, yeah, so guys, I guess the moral of this story is just, just work work hard I know all I know and it's crazy I know everybody works hard and stuff like that obviously everybody's trying to make a buck here and there um, but I don't know like if you're if you have kids obviously I had, I don't have kids and I don't know I don't know anything about parenting but all I know is that like you know what my parents did for me obviously supporting me every single day and then um, I ended up uh, you know they got me into working you know and stuff like that early on like it really forced me to learn values and stuff like that and forced me to get out of my shell especially in customer service jobs where you have to talk to people and especially people you don't want to talk to and you have to learn how to deal with friggin uh annoying people you have to learn how to deal with people being idiots and stuff like that uh towards you so just life skills because you know i'm happy i learned that stuff earlier and my resume was just ridiculous because, you know, how do you have all this experience and you're like, <laughs> and you're 20. It's just crazy. Like, yeah, I've been working since eight. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think it was very interesting. If you guys, I want to know what, let me, hit me up on Twitter, Instagram. I want to know how long you guys have been working for. Like, when was your first job? Because I have friends that, you know, you know, have been working for a long time. I've had friends that, you know, didn't start working until they graduated university and uh it blows my mind because you know i've been working forever forever it's crazy it's honestly insane throughout elementary school so yeah gotta make that money gotta keep grinding grinding for that dollar you know <sighs> gotta hustle as gary v says you gotta hustle man you gotta hustle you know dirt and clouds bro dirt and clouds you gotta hustle bro you know, if you're not hustling, you're an idiot. You're stupid. You're not. You gotta hustle. I mean, I just, I just put my head down and ate shit for, for thirty years, and I hustled. That's what he says every single day. <laughs> he does actually. But I actually love Gary Vee. But like sometimes some of his like keynotes and stuff, they're just like super like vague. Like gratitude. Are you? That that's it. That's it. Gratitude. Humility. That, that's it. Humble. And like people are like so like try to be so woke about it. It's like, yeah, humble. That's humble. Holy crap. Business problem solved. Humble. Dab on them haters. I got to be humble. That's how I solve this business problem. God damn. That's how I take my business from ten dollars to a hundred thousand dollars I gotta be humble I gotta be humble like oh my gosh yeah I know but like seriously I, I like Gary Vee I like a lot of these like self-help guys I do I really do like I read all their books and stuff like that because they're obviously like they've been successful at whatever they do even if they're successful at you know being self-help 
or life coaches and stuff like that. Um, They've been successful. Like, can't shoot them down for that. But uh, just the thing that bothers me is the people that try to copy them. Okay? There's so many people on Instagram, especially, that, like, say, you know, they're entrepreneurs or, like, you know, all that sort of stuff. And they're just like, you want to build... I think <laughs> I think I talked about this, like, a few podcasts... It was a few podcasts ago, one of the first podcasts. I was trashing the dropshipping guys. The the guys that always show up on my YouTube videos, they're just like, do you want to make, do you want to make $10,000 in 30 seconds? Give me 30 seconds of the time. And they, like, talk super fast and just, like, keep going, keep going. Sell, 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 sell. Get my webinar, get my webinar, get my webinar, get my webinar. And they do that shit. And it's just, like, so annoying. And they've never made it, you know, they... They're, they're making money off of selling people, you know, hopes and dreams, even though they can't actually help them in most cases because they're just selling bullshit. And even like, <laughs> I, I, I don't want, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Ty Lopez, he got famous off of that video like years ago. I think it was in like high school. He's just like, he was in the garage and he's just like, Look at my garage. Look at my garage. He had fancy cars. He had a bookshelf. He had like, but like his cars were luxury, you know, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, multiple of them, you know, beautiful women in the background. You just like, you see this garage? It's all this stuff is amazing. But you know what I really like? I like these books. That's what I really like. That's the only thing that matters is these books. My bookshelf. I read a book a day. That's that's his thing. That's his uh, that's his personal brand. Is he reads a book a day, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what he got people on. It's just like you know, I can help you make all of this money. I can get you all of this, even though I actually only want this. And it's just like okay, yeah, really, you don't you don't want that Ferrari, really? Obviously, that's gonna be. A selling point for a lot of people because they'll be like, "Oh, he's made this money. He's he's got that money." And you know what? Like, I I hear he's a smart guy. You know, from a lot of people that have interviewed him and stuff like that. I hear he's a smart guy. I I you know he's made all that money. Obviously, he's not like a faker. Like, you know, a lot of people like rappers and stuff like that that like rent out Lamborghinis for a music video. It's just like, oh my gosh, but um. He does a lot of YouTube ad, YouTube ads that come on my uh, YouTube uh, ad player and stuff. And it's just like some of the stuff is just so annoying. Like he'll have like a, a bulletin board. Like it's it's he'll have like a whiteboard. This is simpler. Um, just so many of them come across my thing. And he'll have five points on it. And then he'll be like, you want to know how I made money? This is how you make money. I will give you. Five points that will make you some money. I will go through e-commerce, drop shipping, all through this, all this stuff in my free tutorial. All you have to do is click the webinar below and I'm going to make you so much money right now. And it's obviously in that webinar is obviously an upsell. Like I'm a marketer. I know the jargon. I know what they're doing. They're putting the people in a funnel. They're going to get their email address. They're going to eventually upsell them. That's their goal is to upsell them. So the stuff in the free trainings like that are hardly ever beneficial. Half of the stuff, I've, I've sat through uh, webinars like that before and so many of them are just them trying to sell you the main thing and they're gonna give you a huge discount but you have to buy it by the end of the webinar. Like that sort of stuff, it's, it's, it's crazy. They're not actually providing bene- benefits to anybody, they're not providing value to anybody and it's just like insane. It just blows my mind. So, yeah, it just it just makes me crazy. It makes me crazy, guys. It makes me crazy. It makes me crazy. But, um, yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys. But I do really like those. I do read self-help. I don't like bullshit self-help. Like, I will turn off a self-help audiobook if I don't like it. I've done it many times before. I will stop reading a self-help book if it's too generic, if it's just random BS, if the person actually hasn't done anything, especially in podcasts, if they have like some person or just somebody on Instagram, like I was talking about before, like these people do these videos trying to like, uh, 
be like the next Gary V saying that they're Gary V and they're just regurgitating all the stuff that Gary V says like humility like if you want to make this money you gotta you gotta be humble man and that's what I've been doing to make this business happen bro like contact me link me in the DMs bro like you already know humble bro humble and there's so many people on goddamn Instagram that do that stuff and I'm not even following them they just come up on like the hashtags and stuff that I follow just so frustrating Grinds my gears, bro. Grinds my gears. And they're just regurgitating whatever he says. And that's one of the problems with this, with goddamn social media is that anybody can say anything they want. And there's all these people that are just like faking it. And it's not even like faking it till you make it. They're like lying to people. And they're just reusing people's content. You know what I mean? Like even like those meme pages. Like, like memes pages... Like, people like, you know, Fat Jewish, like, people like all these different pages that I follow. Like, those people aren't actually funny. Like, they might be, like, Fat Jewish, I don't know how he is, like, in interviews and stuff. He might actually be funny. But his content, his, like, brand isn't actually funny. He's literally just using people's content. He's using other people's content to make it come across that he's funny. And it kind of bothers me a little bit because especially in the world of content creation or just creating anything, you know, you spend time on something. Like even if you make a meme, you spend time on making that. So if people are just going to repost it and not give you credit for anything, it's crazy. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why that Fortnite dance thing lawsuit like uh, that's going on right now is actually a very important thing for content. So if you don't know, right now, uh, a bunch of, uh, I think it's the Millie Rock guy and a bunch of other people are uh, going to be suing Fortnite for stealing their dances as emotes. If you don't know what an emote is, basically it's something that, you know, somebody playing the game, it's a button that they can press and they can do like a dance. And it's just like a showboating thing, to be honest. Like they'll do the moonwalk or something. If you're old school, if you don't know what a Millie Rock is, <laughs> if you don't know what the if you don't know what the Dougie is, uh, or the Nene. Um, but yeah, like it's a. Uh, I think it's an important thing. When they first announced it, like that this was going on, and when it was on the news, I was just like, oh, this is stupid. Like they're just like complaining about nothing. But then I thought about it. I'm just like, okay, as a like a creator and stuff like that, I get it. You know, they're using your stuff and they're actually profiting off of it because they sell these, you know, packages and, you know, with skins, emotes, all that sort of stuff. So it makes sense. They're profiting off of stuff that you made. And there is a copyright law with anything, you know, with music, with content, all that sort of stuff. So it makes sense. And depending on how that, you know, lawsuit turns out, like, you know, it might be a big step for a lot of content on the Internet. Because there's, it's not even just, you know, Fortnite using stuff. Like, and they executed amazing. Like, the stuff's incredible. But uh, it's the whole point. Like, they're making money out of it. They're getting famous off of it. And they're not providing any, you know, kudos to the people that actually made the stuff originally. Same with these meme guys. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, they just steal people's content. It's crazy. And nobody does anything about it. And obviously, I love memes. I, I love, I follow a bunch of pages and stuff like that. But it's just like the thought behind it. It's just like stealing memes is like literally stealing a piece of art, really. Like if somebody comes up with the idea, they have their information on. And then you just repost it and crop out their information and don't give them any shout out or anything. Like it's just like, okay, at least tag them in it. You know what I mean? Like give them something like it's crazy we live in a crazy world guys we live in a crazy world people don't show any respect it's crazy i ain't getting no respect no respect at all i tell you john that's my uh, rodney dangerfield if you guys don't know who rodney dangerfield is you got to look him up on youtube i actually go on these like random rampages of uh watching uh old comedians on YouTube, I went on like a crazy one week, uh, just, just, I don't even know. It was a binge of uh, Robin Williams. Man, that guy is so funny, bro. He is, 
one of the greatest comedians of all time. That guy was so funny. His impressions were absolutely incredible. If you guys are looking for some goddamn entertainment, type in Robin Williams. You can type watch an interview when he's on like Johnny Carson or anything. The guy's the funniest guy of all time. Like he's hilarious. Um, yeah, like I like watching, you know, comics and stuff like that. But even when they're on interviews and stuff, like a lot of them are just hilarious. It's hilarious. I actually uh, watched this uh, comedy sp- special. Uh, I think it was last week, called "Bumping Mics" with Dave Attell and Jeff Ross. It was friggin' sick. It was amazing. If you're looking for a good comedy special to watch, watch that thing. I honestly really enjoyed it. And it might just be because I'm a comedy buff. I try not to give people recommendations about comedy because I know I'm so deep into the comedy game when it comes to like specials and stuff like that. A lot of you guys might not feel the same way about certain comics. You might not want to watch something from a comic that you don't know. I get it. But I'm like super into it. I watch like so many specials and stuff like that. Uh... But yeah, like it's it's an amazing special. It's basically two guys doing stand-up comedy, roasting each other the whole time and just talking shit. It's it's incredible. It's it's a great it's a great special. And it's multiple episodes, which I love. I love that. Like you can binge mul- multiple episodes. I watched them all in a night. They're like half an hour each. It was great. It was great. And even like uh the Adam Sandler special was fantastic. Like if you're into like obviously I'll, everybody knows Adam Sandler. If you don't know Adam Sandler, you got to come up from under that rock. I don't know where you have been the last 10 years or even fi- even 20 years. Get up from under that rock. It's 2018. We're here. Go to Netflix. If you don't have a Netflix account, I, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to you. And I, I'm sorry, but I don't know what to say to you. You have to get a Netflix account. Or get one friend. Just one friend. That's all you need. They have access to a Netflix account. It's 2018, guys. Okay? And then go watch Adam Sandler because he's hilarious. He has a lot of songs. He does some pretty funny ones. Um, But yeah. That was a long-ass intro. I just went right in there. I dove in there, man. I I did a triple flip off a goddamn diving board into this water called a podcast. It was insane. It was insane. Yeah, so um I'm happy I'm happy to be back uh for episode ten. I'm happy the, the guest bought me brought me back. Uh I feel really good about myself. Um I'm happy to be here, honestly. The weather out here is fantastic. Uh but yeah, I'm happy to be here. Uh I just worked out just before this podcast, so I'm super tired. Uh, went for a run. Did a 25-minute run. Did a little bit of walking in between. Okay, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I did a little bit of walking in between just so my heart doesn't explode when I'm running because that wouldn't be a good thing because the, if that were to happen, I wouldn't be able to run anymore. And what's the point? Um, so I, 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 I walked a little bit here and there, like I'm a minute here and there. Like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I'm trying to get back into running shape. Trying to get back into professional athletic shape. Okay, guys? Trying to get back into that shape. No, but to be honest, like, I used to run all the time when I was younger. Um, and I just stopped. And I'm starting to enjoy it again. It kind of sucks now to get back into running when it's winter because you can only friggin' run inside. Um, but uh, you got to do what you got to do, you know? It's not a Brad thing, but like you got to do what you got to do. Um, so yeah, I'm running on the treadmill for 25 minutes. After that, I did a few sets of pull-ups. Only like five, five reps each. Honestly, like I was, my arms were dead. And then I was, uh, you know, going straight into push-ups after each pull-up set. Um, just the guy, guy gets stronger for rock climbing, you know, to catch the gnar, you know. Gotta catch like the gnar, like on the walls, like you know. Gonna do some sick dinos and maybe a little slob, okay? Gonna catch some gnar though, shred it, yeah, kid. Um, but yeah, like trying to get stronger for rock climbing, obviously, because that's what I like to do for fitness, tame fitness, hashtag fitness. Um, so yeah, like I I worked out, 
uh, did that, did some pull-ups, did some push-ups, and then I called it a day. Called it a day. Honestly, like those quick workouts though are pretty dope. Like you get your heart rate up, you sweat a crap load because your heart rate's just constantly up. You're just not stopping. And then um, you're done. You're done, you know. And then after, you know, every workout, I usually do like a quick protein shake. So I get some whey protein, some water. Um, and then I started taking this new thing. I think they're called macro greens or something. It's like a protein supplement. Uh, it's like a veggie supplement. Um with like probiotics, like all this green stuff, <laughs> uh, fruits, vegetables, you know, all that healthy shit. Um, and to be honest, it tastes like absolute garbage. It tastes like absolute crap. And it recommends that you have a full scoop. Like, are they insane? Do they want me to die? Like, I will go into cardiac arrest if I have a whole scoop of that shit. It is so bad. Oh my gosh. You wanna you wanna you wanna cry? Oh, have a whole scoop of that. And I'm having with whey protein, vanilla flavored. So it's art like my protein shake's sweet. And then I add that stuff to it, it's toxic waste. It's like it's like drinking warm garbage. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Um but yeah, like I don't know, like I'm trying to drink it because, like, I've always sort of wanted to try out supplements. I think I might try creatine uh, soon as well. I've always wanted to try creatine. I'm trying to bulk, you know? I'm trying to bulk. Like, I'm trying to, like, bulk, bro. Like, bro, like, you even lift? Bro. Bro. How many plates is that, bro? You lift? Or what? Yeah, bro. Drinking my, drinking my protein shake here. Yo, I remember when I was in a university... I had to do summer school because I friggin' oh I don't even want god damn now we're getting into the nitty gritty boys and girls okay I had to do summer school for math I failed in my life for post secondary calculus I've had to take calculus three times in my life post secondary school okay failed it once in university I had to retake it in summer school and then I ended up switching to Sheridan, I ended up transferring Sheridan after that summer, and my mark wasn't high enough, so I had to retake it at Sheridan too. My life is a movie. You should feel bad because it's very sad that I had to experience calculus three times in my life. Nobody should ever have to do that. You should never have to experience that. I wouldn't worth I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, experiencing calculus three times in a lifetime. I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. So what I was going to say is that I was in summer school one time. And there is this guy in my summer school class. He was this big guy. He was he was probably on he was on creatine. He was on friggin probably TRT. He was probably on friggin anything like he, he got a he got a mixture of stuff in his goddamn protein shake. I can tell you that much. But um, this guy had Popeye arms like it was insane. So he would walk into class and it's summer school, so it's warm outside. But this guy only had tank tops in his in his wardrobe. He didn't have anything with sleeves. He's got to show the guns off. Um, he was bald, you know. I think Popeye's bald too. Let's look him up. I don't remember. I think Popeye has a hat. That was before my time, so don't hate, okay? Popeye the sailor, man. Yeah, Popeye was bald. This guy was Popeye. Holy crap, I just realized that. Yo, I should have got his autograph. This guy was Popeye. The only thing he was missing was the was the pipe in his mouth. But um this guy would come into class, the teacher's teaching well, pretending to teach calculus, uh, because obviously my mark wasn't high enough, so they weren't teaching. No, I'm just joking. I'm half joking. Half joking. This was before I came to Sheridan. Okay. Um <laughs> I was in summer school. And the teacher's like whatever teaching and stuff like that. Um, and class is like quiet as shit. And this guy's mixing a goddamn protein shake on his desk. He's pulling out his supplements. He's pulling out his TRT. He's taking goddamn injections. He's, he's doing everything. He's doing the works. And the minute he's got his protein shake 
filled up. He starts shaking it. He's got the shaker bottle. And he's like ferociously shaking it. He's got to make sure there's no goddamn clumpage in there, man. You got to get rid of the clumps. And he's shaking super hard. And it's super loud. It's just like... And everybody in the house, in the class just looks at him like, what the hell is going on? And he did this every single day, bro. Every single day. And the teacher would just... Just stop talking. Like, are you actually serious? Like, oh my gosh. And then he had one of those... Uh, he would drink that shit. And obviously he has the invisible lat syndrome. But he actually has lats. So he'd be sticking his, his elbows out, you know, while he's drinking. Just throwing up bows. You know, making it making sure everybody sees the gun show. Um, I didn't have tickets, but he gave me free tickets anyways. Um, because I was in the class. But um, he also had this water bottle that uh, it basically was, you know, like those water cooler water bottles. They have those one liter bottles now, the exact same design because it's cool. And he had one of those as well. And he would always be drinking it in class and he would be throwing his bows up just like where I'm drinking. And he'd be drinking it, throwing his bows up, like just showing off the guns and like the people around him would just look at him just like dude do you really have to like brush me while you're drinking some goddamn water like and i'd be sitting across the class from this guy and i wouldn't even pay attention to the class and that's probably why i did so bad in math because i'd just be looking at this guy the whole time <laughs> i totally forgot about popeye in my class god damn that guy was a legend i wonder if he passed that class i hope he did yeah that guy that guy honestly killed me the guy would just shake it in class and just didn't give a shit, man. So funny. People are serious. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what kind of steroids that guy was on. Um, but let me know what other stuff I should try. I'm not looking for anabolics, so don't send me anabolics. Um, you know, just like supplements or like, you know, I'm even thinking about trying some... Uh, MCT oil and stuff like that, you know, the coconut oils and stuff like that. Uh, because obviously it's just healthy foods. So let me know. Let me know. I've always wanted to sort of try some stuff. So I'm thinking about trying creatine. So, yeah. All right. That's what I had to say about that. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes, guys. I made a couple notes just for moments like these. Um, yeah. So, okay. What do I have here? I was literally, I have something that says weekend food and dessert. On the weekend, I grabbed food with my friends. They're good guys. I like them. That's all I have to say. <laughs> it was a fun time. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't even know why I have that. Oh, we played a game um, when we got back to my my crib. When we got back to my pad, we played, played some games, you know, with the boys. Um play this game called hidden agenda it's basically this uh game on the playstation where you use your phones to like interact with the game and stuff like that it's kind of like a telltale game where you as a team make decisions that affect the outcome of the game or movie it's like it's it's like a movie sort of vibe um and the whole idea behind it is that there's a serial killer that's, you know, killing people, killing people in the police force and stuff like that. And you have to solve who the serial killer is. You have to find out who the serial killer is. Okay. And uh, we got like three quarters way done. And then we stopped. Um, but it was fun. It was, it, was, it was very immersive. You get really into it because you don't know. Because the minute you think somebody's a serial killer, they die or something happens. And it's just like, oh, shit. This is like a very immersive movie. It's crazy. But it's a fun game. So that was that. And then I went to dessert. I went to this place with uh, my girlfriend, my uh, my amazing bae. And um, we went to dessert. It was this uh, Chinese dessert place. Um, I wasn't a fan of it. All the stuff on the menu, you know, wasn't for me. <laughs> the only thing that I really wanted on the menu was this waffle dessert thing. 
kind of like when you get from like you know other places you know ice cream waffles and stuff like that it's basically the whitest thing on the menu at this chinese dessert place and um they didn't have it because their waffle machine was broken i don't know how you can be a dessert place and have a broken waffle machine and my girlfriend told me she's just like yeah the waffle machine is always broken i'm just like why do they even have it on the menu why would i be here that's the only reason i came i wanted a waffle dessert that's all i wanted and instead i had to get like shaved ice and um ice cream and with these jelly things on it and i wasn't a fan i wasn't a fan i told my girlfriend i'm just like i'm sorry i'm sorry I'm so sorry. It's not you. It's me. And I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we've been together for a while. But I didn't enjoy that dessert place. <laughs> it just wasn't satisfying. Like, I got, like, ice cream. Like, the ice cream was dope. I like ice cream, obviously. Because that's just what I consider dessert. Um, then I got shaved ice. Wasn't a fan. Like, it was good. But I couldn't eat this. The bowl was humongous. I ate quarter of the bowl. Half. I'm not going to lie to you. I ate half of the bowl. But um, I ate half of the bowl. And I was just like not satisfied. I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like I had enough. Like that's way too much stuff. Like the bowl was ginormous. And um, it had this jelly stuff in it too, which I wasn't stoked about. Because I'm not a big jelly guy. Like I, I don't like bubble tea. I don't like the tapioca in the bowl. Like I, okay. I've had bubble tea many times before not a big bubble tea guy because I don't like the sugar and stuff. I don't like the, you know, the fake fruit and stuff that they use and stuff like that. The powdered garbage. It's not for me. A lot of people like bubble tea. I just live like a healthy lifestyle and I just know what I can handle and what my diet can allow me to eat. So like, it's your body, like whatever, do your thing. Um, no, but like honestly, do your thing. I know, like my girlfriend and my all my friends love it. They love bubble tea, and I'm just like, okay, I'll get a coffee, <laughs> or I'll get like a. Sometimes I get like the chiller or whatever at bubble tea, but um, the tapioca and stuff is fine for me to be honest. It's this jelly thing. I don't know what it was. I wasn't a fan of it. It wasn't Jello. Wasn't a fan of it. So yeah, I wasn't a fan of that dessert place. Um, that's life. Uh, yeah, I, I need to get into bubble tea, honestly. Like, I'm such a hater. Like, like obviously it has sugar and stuff like that. But there's some that I know use real food, real fruits and stuff like that. I need to find like a coffee one. But I can't drink. I can't drink milk. Lactose intolerant life, guys. You learn a lot about me. It's a lifestyle. Um. But yeah, that was that was a good time though. It was a good time just to spend time. Um, the food wasn't, you know, my favorite, but it was good to just chill out and spend some time. Uh, next thing that we can go into is the book of the week. Let's go into the book of the week. Book of the week. This week is a book called Poke the Box by Seth Godin. I don't know if I've friggin' mentioned this book before. If I have, I'm going to say it anyways. It's called book, Poke the Box by Seth Godin. Um, it's a really good book. I've done Seth Godin book recommendations on this podcast before, even on my blog. Um, I love him as an author, as I said before many times. The guy's just a beast. Like This guy writes short-form stuff, so anybody can read it if you're not into reading. Uh, even though a lot of his stuff is catered towards marketers and business people, like it's good for anybody, anybody that's looking to be more creative, you know, stand out, all that sort of stuff. Uh, check it out. It's called poke the box. It's super short. It's probably like 70 pages. You can read that in a day. So if you don't like reading, read that book and tell your friends that you wrote a, uh, you read a book. Okay. Um, it's a win. The app of the week is one called Duolingo. Duolingo. Duolingo, if you don't know by now, it is a language app that's pretty lit. It is definitely a lituation. Uh, I went hardcore on Duolingo last year. Uh, I did like so many tutorials. I was trying to learn French. I did so many. Like, I did months 
of tutorials for months. And um, I was actually getting really good at French. Like I was starting to understand stuff. And then I stopped and then I'm back to square one. I don't know anything. So <laughs> I'm forcing myself to use it again. Uh, I'm just getting back into it. I'm a few days in and it's great. It's fantastic. It forces you to not just speak it, but read it and uh, understand it and translate it to English. So yeah, check it out for any language you want to learn Duolingo. It's free. So what more can you ask for? You know what I mean? But um, yeah. I don't know what else I want to talk about. Yeah, I've been playing too many video games lately, to be honest. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I got to I gotta stop playing so many video games. I've been into Call of Duty Blackout. Blackout's the Battle Royale mode. It's so fun. It's, it's fun. Call of Duty is just like my kryptonite. It's crazy. It's, it's so bad. But um, I need to, I need to chill. I got to start getting back into my into my uh my grind my blog grind and all that sort of stuff not even just blog just like writing in general and stuff like that i need to go to a starbucks and just you know work on my screenplay you know no, i'm just joking i'm not working on screenplay but um i have a beard now so i'd fit right in obviously i already do because i have a gold card dab on them haters um <laughs> i love coffee you can't it's it's just me. It's just me. I if Tim Hortons, if any coffee place had a gold card, I would have a gold card to every coffee place in the GTA. Just because I'm addicted to coffee. I love coffee. But um yeah, I was I love Starbucks. I always used to do work there and I need to start going back there just so I can just write and all that sort of stuff. Um get back into the vibe of writing. Like I've been doing it still. Uh, but I need to get into a routine. That's my biggest thing. That's my biggest problem always is to get into a routine. Like even like forcing myself to work out at home. Like I have to work out right when I get home. I can't just sit around and just chill out because you get lazy and you just don't want to do anything. And that's why like even when I go rock climbing, I go straight after work. I don't even come home because the minute I come home, I'm not going to want to leave again. So yeah, I got to go to Starbucks. I need to start working on some writing and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, it just, Starbucks is a great example, like for a work environment. It's just fantastic. And I've talked about this, I think last podcast, I was just trashing Starbucks. <laughs> no, I was trashing Tim Hortons, uh, the environment for working, but it's crazy. Like Starbucks, you can literally bring a PC, a monitor, extension cords, a keyboard and a mouse and set up on a table for hours. You think I'm crazy? You actually think I'm crazy? I'm not. I've seen it happen more than once. I saw some guy unload the trunk of his car, set up a PC, a monitor, and it wasn't even a flat screen monitor. That was my biggest problem with the whole thing. It was one of those old school fat back monitors and I was crying I was crying the employees just looked at him when he was setting up unloading his car and they're just like is this guy actually serious but they couldn't say anything because they won't they just won't like the guy was just he just did it set up extension cords he had a power bar like the guy came prepared I give him that I give him that respect he came prepared like I wouldn't think about bringing a power bar and an extension cord God damn, the guy's that guy's a beast. Like that guy deserves a medal. He should get a tax break. That's that's my uh <laughs> If you're that creative, you should get some sort of incentive. <laughs> that's insane. Imagine bringing a PC to Starbucks. Oh my god. It's so funny, man. Like it's crazy. I've seen it happen before, guys. I'm not crazy, trust me. I really should have taken a picture of that guy. That was a legendary day. It happened more than once too. It's hilarious. But um, yeah, like just the whole Starbucks vibe. You can camp out, you know, just work on your stuff and then drink coffee the whole day. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. I got to start getting back into that routine because the, the Call of Duty is wasting my time. But it might not be wasting my time because I could be going pro, guys. I could be going pro. I uh, <laughs> I'm already pro. In my... uh 
Call of Duty has this thing where you get a clan tag. So the clan tag is basically, um, it just like is a short four character uh, identifier to just like if you're in like a if you're in a crew or whatever for COD, like if you're in a party and then you want to say your clan tag is, you know, cool. That's your clan. Um, <laughs> that's your team and everybody does it and it's just like okay all these guys are on the same team that sort of thing I uh in mine because I'm annoying I put my clan tag as FaZe F-A-Z-E FaZe is a professional Call of Duty team and they play on obviously uh, PS4 I think they play on like probably PC and stuff too but they're a professional team and their name is FaZe so that's what they would put in their clan but because I'm annoying, I put it in mine as well. And people think probably that I'm in phase because obviously I'm so good. I'm at that caliber. I'm probably even better. But um, <laughs> I get, I get, uh, it's so funny because, uh, you know, people probably think they are playing against somebody like that because, you know, why would you put that in your name? But the odd time I'll see somebody with the same clan tag phase and you know they're not like, professional because they're just doing trash <laughs> it's hilarious it's it's a gaming talk guys don't don't hate okay let's be friends let's be friends okay let's be friends okay so let's do some twitter moments twitter moments twitter moments twitter moments boom 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 Okay, Twitter moments. So, last week, I came across this thing that PETA posted. PETA is like the animal rights like organization. They posted a tweet on Twitter. And it killed me. It killed me. I almost needed to go to the hospital because I died. It was the funniest thing I've ever read in my life. Well, I'm being I'm over exaggerating, but I was I was dying. It was so funny. So basically they 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 posted this tweet. It said words matter. And as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves along with it. Here's how to remove speciesism from your daily conversations. And then attached to that tweet they have a, a chart. The title of the chart is Stop Using Anti-Animal Language. This is 2018, guys. Animals are offended by the language that we use. They don't speak English. They don't speak French. They don't speak Spanish. They don't speak any of that stuff. But they are offended by what you're saying. So let's get into this. Okay. So in this chart, they have a side that says, instead of using this phrase... And then they have another side of it that says, say this phrase instead. Okay. So I'm going to give you some of these phrases that they have here. So the first one is kill two birds with one stone. That's a classic phrase. I love that phrase. That is, that is a fantastic phrase. I, that's probably one of the most well-known phrases I, I think in the world probably. And it's just one of those phrases I use actually all the time. You can use it in a work environment. You can use it at home. You can use it with the friends. Kill two birds with one stone. Okay. Um, but PETA actually says, because this is anti-animal language, you got to stop using that. Okay. So shut the hell up. Stop using it. Okay. They say to use feed two birds with one stone. Okay. Feed two birds with one scum. Okay, good with there. Okay, hold yourself. It's okay. We're gonna get. Hey, we're gonna get through this. Okay, the next one. Be the guinea pig. What you should be using is be the test tube. Stupid, st stupid translation. I just want to. I just want to say that. Um, the next one is beat a dead horse. Okay. The next one is. Feed a fed horse. So that's what they want you to say is feed a fed horse. So overfeed the horse. So, you know, it can go overweight and stuff like that. Um, 
And then uh, the next one that we have on the list is bring home the bacon. That's a that's a fan favorite. You know, we're going to go out there. We're going to bring home the bacon. That's what they say before a big game. To get the boys riled up. Boys or girls riled up, okay? Bring home the bacon. Um, but they don't want you to say that because it's uh, disrespectful towards pigs. And you should be saying, bring home the bagels, okay? And then the last one we have on this little chart is take the bull by the horns. It's pretty literal. Like, bulls have horns. Standard stuff. So what they want you to say is take the flower by the thorns. That's, I. you know what? I will give them that one. It actually makes sense. Give the, take the flower by the thorns. Flowers have thorns. Makes the same, same comparison. Okay? So, those are pretty ridiculous, okay? To stop people from saying common language because it will offend animals. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And I'm not the only one that thinks it's ridiculous and it's out of this world. You're not offending animals by saying stuff because they don't understand the language. Like, it makes no sense. It's so stupid. Um, yeah, I'll tell you how I really feel, guys. I'll tell you how I really feel. Um, but it's just its just crazy. It just blows my mind that that's what people are putting their effort into. They literally have nothing else to worry about. That's when you know, like, somebody hasn't, you know, been through certain, like, you know, struggle, real struggle. They have nothing else to worry about. They're offended by anti-animal language. That's when you know they have not been through any struggle. <laughs> no, I'm being serious, though, like, Think of it like if you've experienced races, racism, okay, anti-animal language isn't even on the same spectrum of that. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. And I'm not the only one that thinks it's crazy because I'm going to go into it right now. They got absolutely lit up. By like tens of thousands of people just absolutely trashing them. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because it's just crazy. You're not going to stop a common phrase that's been used for centuries. Basically, really. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. Blows my mind. But I replied to that tweet that they posted. And I was just like, seriously, PETA, bring home the bagels? You're being seriously disrespectful to gluten all around the world. All I want to know is what did gluten ever do to you? And I stand by that statement because them saying to bring home the bagels honestly triggered me and I'm unhappy with that statement. I'm offended and I want you to know that, PETA. Um, obviously, if you're celiac and stuff like that, I, I'm, I'm, I, I totally feel you and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, I, I, it sucks. It sucks. I'm talking as a Brad, as a Brad. Okay. I like gluten and I'm offended because I like a nice bagel. You have obviously not been to Montreal and had fresh bagels because that is the most absurd statement I've ever heard in my life. It's the most absurd statement. No, I'm just joking. It's just so stupid. It's just a, such a stupid thing to put out there. And I don't know if it's because they're looking for like, you know, it to go viral because obviously it did. Um, it's just crazy because obviously they're not going to change anything. Like people aren't going to stop, you know, saying kill two birds with one stone and say feed two birds with one scone. I tried using this in front of people just as a social experiment. I got laughed at. <laughs> I tried to say kill t uh, feed two birds with one scone. And then now it honestly changed my lexicon because now I'm saying kill two birds with one scone. So I have like a little bit of a, a compromise there. I kind of met in the middle between the old saying and the PETA saying. And I combined both of them. I mean, it's probably still anti-animal because we're still killing birds. But at least it's with a scone now. Um, <laughs> but... uh. Some of these friggin' replies are honestly hilarious that people were just raging about. It was the funniest thing. I would go back and just read comments. 
Like there was this guy that posted this meme to PETA and people are all just posting memes. Like people are posting photos of them like skinning animals and it's just like, oh my gosh, zero to 100. But uh, some of them are like obviously less aggressive. Like there was this meme I saw. Uh, I'm going to pull it up. I took a screenshot of it because there's just so many. Oh my gosh, I don't even know how to get my screenshots. Guys, I just got an iPhone. I don't know if I mentioned that before, but I'm team iPhone now, and it's so annoying because I don't know what some of the uh, the functions are here. Okay, I got one. So this person replied to PETA. They're just like, maybe this has been asked, but can I still flip the bird? And then somebody replied to them, just like, you mean flip the grass? It's just funny. It's just it's cute humor. Harmless, harmless. And this other guy posted a meme. There's two sections of this meme. The first section is a girl holding on to a lamb with a leash. They're having fun, smiles on the girl's face, uh, smiles on the girl's, oh, I can't talk, can't talk. There's a smile on the girl's face and the goat is just looking at the camera. And the caption of this first one says, Mary had a little lamb. It's this classic fairy tale, you know, it's, it's a classic, you know, it's been around for generations. Okay. Mary had a little lamb. It's cool. I don't know if it's kind of anti-animal language if you ask me, but like, I'm going to let this slide. Okay. The picture below it is an old guy adding barbecue sauce to a lamb that's on top of a barbecue and the text for this little section says had I honestly died I honestly died this was one of the greatest memes of all time it's a little girl saying Mary had a little lamb and then the guy's just like had <laughs> and he's cooking the lamb it's honestly hilarious and I don't know who made this meme but I don't think they like PETA or probably vegans and stuff like that they were really aggressive but honestly it made me laugh and it's that harmless humor that's all good i find it's fine it's funny doesn't hurt anybody because it's just like just harmless honestly it might be offensive to animals though like i'm sorry but i take that back it's not harmless the animals are affected i'm gonna get hate for this whole thing oh i'm oh this is gonna be my first hate mail I don't think I'm ready for this, guys. Oh, God damn. But it just blew my mind. It's just like, it's stupid. And then, like, everybody just, just, just ridiculously jumped on the bandwagon. It was just crazy. It was crazy. But, um, I don't know. I don't really have, I'm already over an hour, so I don't really want to go through anything else, to be honest. Uh, I'll see. I'm going to look through uh, Twitter moments, right? Meow. Let's see. Beyonce performed at a wedding and the question started. That sounds like the boringest moment of all time. Um, Jockez, king of R&B, comments spark fierce debate. He's the king of R&B. I've never heard of him. Jockez. Does anybody know who Jockez is? Jack as I don't know who he is and he's the I guess he's self-proclaimed the king of R&B in, in the recent video the 24 year old singer made a claim to this generation's throne which started a heated discussion amongst fans and his fellow peers oh he said he's the the king of R&B but well you can't be the king of R&B if nobody knows who you are like Michael Jackson was able to say the king of pop. You know, Elvis Presley was able to say the king because everybody knows who those people are. Like, doesn't matter where you're from, you know, what kind of music you're into, you know who Elvis Presley is. You know, you know who, uh, you know who Two Chains is. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You know who the, <laughs> the king of pop is. You know, those are just classics. You know what I mean? So. For this guy to make a bold claim like that, I don't know. He might just be looking for, you know, some publicity or something like that. Sell those records. You go, you go, man. 
Uh, it looks like the sword from Infinity Blade could be coming to Fortnite. That is useless information. Um, yeah, there's nothing interesting going on here. Steph Curry's moon, take it. T Steph Curry's moon take is making waves. Oh, that's... Curry implied that he believed the U.S. faked the moon landing in 1969. Oh, my God. Steph Curry thinks the moon landing was fake. Kyrie Irving thinks the, thinks the Earth is flat. Shaquille O'Neal, Ph.D., thinks the Earth is flat. I don't have enough time and energy to go through these statements. So I'm going to end the podcast now. <laughs> We are over an hour, boys and girls. Time flies when you're having fun. And having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. I really appreciate it. Please give this podcast a huge like. You know, share with friends, subscribe, you know, rate it if you want, review it, all that sort of good stuff. I really appreciate it. I just want you guys to share this with friends so we can keep growing, guys, together. This is a community. You're not learning much on this podcast, so I don't know what the hell my intro is doing. I need to fix that intro because nobody's learning a thing on this podcast. It's just me shit talking. And um, I'm showing my true colors, and I'm not upset about it, okay? So we'll see you guys next week, and um, have a great weekend. Peace out. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living the Canadian Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and leave an awesome review. Also, if you're looking for more great content by Bradley Thompson, make sure you check out his blog at livingthecanadiandream.com and follow him on social media at I am Brad Thompson. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Cheers.